in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lainey. Okay, some of our team are uh, overseas at the moment, so we're on skeleton stuff. <laughs> Talking of skeleton, uh, I'm going to be preaching on something pretty interesting tonight. Something new. Yes, it's New Year's, so something new is something I would be preaching about. And you go, wow, New Year's, it's exciting. For some people, it, New Year, it, it, it's like a concept. I don't know how you see a new year, but some people see it as something exciting, something fresh, something new, something, a wide open space, like great possibilities. And, and then other people think, oh, it's just too big. It's kind of overwhelming. And they kind of get lost in that. And, and you know, they, they need definite structure. And to think of a whole new year that's kind of blank, it's kind of overwhelming for some people, depending on your personality type, I guess. But um, I want to preach tonight out of um, a passage of scripture that you may have heard from before. And to share this at New Year, you'd probably think, wow, is this lady crazy? But no, <laughs> not. Okay, so I'm going to preach out of Ezekiel chapter 37. And... Uh, this is a kind of an unusual passage, but uh, the, the title is Something New. So out of this passage, you will find something new come. And it's, it's basically about Israel, okay? And God had spoken to the prophet Ezekiel about the future of Israel. At this particular time, they were scattered, they were divided, uh, nation, they were in Babylonian captivity. Uh, things were not going well for them at all. They needed to hear from God, and God has now intervened and spoken to Ezekiel the prophet. And this is what happens. It says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. So you think, wow, isn't this awesome? Hand of God has come down. You know when you pray the hand of God come down on you? Wow, look what, 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 what could happen. The Spirit of the Lord carried him in a vision out into this valley. You think, oh, this is great. And then it says, but it was full of bones. That's not doesn't sound so great. It's full of bones. It's like, what is going on here? And you know what? Sometimes it happens with us. The hand of the Lord comes upon us and he shows us something and we don't understand what's going on. It's like, Lord, what is going on here? What is going on? I don't understand. What is all these bones here in the valley? And it just wasn't a few. It said it was full of bones. Then it says this. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. So God is basically saying, look at this, see the big picture. And then he wanted them to see detail. He led him, he said, just walk around and check it out. Just walk around and look. He's like, whoa, there's a lot of dry bones here. And they are very dry. Not just dry, they are very dry. They've been here for a long time. This has been going on for a while. 
And of course, it's New Year, so I'm preaching out of a New Year situation. And you know what, you might be thinking, you know what, I've been in a bad valley for a while. I've been in a valley for a while, quite a while. And you know what, I feel pretty dry too. In fact, I feel very dry, very dry. So let's look at it in that context. Let's go to the rest of the story. And then the Lord says to him, son of man, can these bones live? And so I answered, oh, Lord God, you know, <laughs> very tactful, very tactful. In other words, I haven't got a clue. I don't think so, but I'm too scared to say no. Can these bones live? Why did he say that? Because he's looking at a situation that is impossible. Can these dry bones live? In the natural, absolutely not. But he said, well, you know. He put it back onto the Lord. Sometimes God asks us things and we don't know the answer, but we know that he knows. Ezekiel knew he didn't have the answer. He couldn't answer. In the natural, it's impossible. But God, you know. And the situations that we may be looking at too that seem impossible to us, but God knows. God knows. Can these bones live? God knows. And again he said to me, prophesy. So first he said, look. Now he's saying, speak. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones. That doesn't seem to make sense. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Can you imagine what Ezekiel was thinking? This is really a kind of weird situation I'm in. I've looked, and now I've got to speak. You know, God might ask you to do something unusual too. Do it. If you know it's the Lord, do it. Hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is what makes the difference. The word of the Lord. If you want life, get the word of the Lord into the situation. Begin to speak the word of the Lord. Not what you see, what, not what you imagine, not what you think, but speak the word of the Lord of the Lord into the situation and then God says this I will cause breath I will cause the breath to come into you and you shall live if God says it it's going to happen if God says it it's going to happen no matter how impossible it actually seems and then he says this, I will put sinews on you. So he speaks about the breath first, which is kind of unusual. Mm. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Then you'll know. So sinews, he's saying, you'll have strength. Skin, he's saying you'll have covering. Breath, you'll have life. And you will know that I've done it 
and you will know that I am the Lord and I am your Lord. He's speaking this to a nation who felt forsaken, who felt lost and hopeless. And sometimes we might feel like we're lost, that we don't have a lot of hope, that we're wandering, that we're scattered. But he's saying, you know what? I'm going to put sinews. I'll give you strength. I'll put skin. I'll cover you. I'll breathe on you. You're going to live. You're going to live. And you'll know that I've done it. So if you're in a situation that seems impossible, God can turn it around. Totally turn it around. Reverse it. And so I prophesied, as I was commanded, obedience is the key to the breakthrough. He obeyed. It didn't seem to make sense, but he did it anyway. I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, so as he was speaking, as I prophesied, there was a noise. <sighs> Something's happening. Something's happening. I began to speak. I began to obey. I began to do what God said. And suddenly, things began to change. There was a noise. And suddenly, a rattling. <laughs> and the bones came together, bone to bone. It took time. It was a process, bit by bit, bit by bit. And as you speak to your situation, things will begin to change, bit by bit. Things will begin to connect. The bones came together. Things will come together. Things that seem to have been scattered and fallen apart, totally lost. Suddenly, it's coming together, bit by bit, bit by bit. Bone to bone, it says. And indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them like, whoa, this is really happening. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Do you know there's plenty of people out there, they've got sinews, they've got skin, but there's no breath in them. They've got no life. They're living, but they've got no life. It's amazing. Until the breath of God comes into them, they're just walking around like a bunch of bones, basically. And also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Wow. Speak to the Lord. Ask the breath. Ask the Holy Spirit. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. Call the Holy Spirit. Call the breath of God, the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. Call the Holy Spirit into the situation. The Word of God, the power of God, the Spirit of God, so that they can live. So that they can live. He's just doing the speaking, but when you speak, God does the work. God does the work when we speak. So I prophesied. Again, he obeyed. I prophesied as he commanded me. And breath came into them. And they lived. Amazing. They lived. Not only that, they stood on their feet. They're dead bones. And then suddenly they're standing up alive. 
on their feet an exceedingly great army. There was many dry bones. And now suddenly there's a great, exceedingly great, strong force. You know, there could be dead things in our lives. But when we release the word of God, when we obey what the Lord says, when we speak to those things, the power of God comes into the situation and something amazing, exceedingly amazing, happens. There is a great thing that happens. So what started out as something that seemed totally impossible turned into something that is amazing. Amazingly God. And then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. That's what the people of Israel were saying. We're dry. We've lost hope. We're cut off. We're done for. That's the end of it. That's what they said, but that's not what God said. You know, we think these things sometimes. I'm dry. I feel lost. I feel cut off. I feel so alone. I feel like God doesn't even know I exist. And yet, there's a greater purpose for the people of God. It's not about them. It's about him and his purposes. It's not so much about us either. It's about the purposes of God. We are not dry, we are not lost, and we are not cut off because God's eye is upon us, even as it was on them. And he said, I'll put my spirit in you and you'll live and I will place you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Why was it? Because they were so good? No. It was because God is so good. And that was his plan for them. He said, I'll give you life. I'll give you a place. I'll give you a purpose. And I'll give you that revelation that I did it. That I did it. You know, the last verse I want to share is from Isaiah 43. And then I want to pray for you. I love this verse. Behold... I will do a new thing. And now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is speaking of the impossible things that God can do. Rivers in dry places, rivers in the desert, roads in the wilderness. He makes a way. He makes a way for us. He will do the new thing. You know, sometimes we think, oh, it's New Year, I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to stop eating so much. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop whatever, you know. But it's not about what we do because, let's face it, everybody makes New Year's resolutions and they're gone within a week. But God says, I will do a new thing. That's lasting. That's transformational. That's eternal. That's the way God thinks it, does things. That's the something new that we want. God's new thing. Yes. 
and it will spring forth just like that army bones one moment and army the next the springing forth so if you're feeling that you have been forsaken that you feel lost that you feel left out whatever you may be feeling those negative things those dead things those dry bones begin to speak the word of the Lord begin to speak the word of the Lord over your life father we just thank you that you are the one who does the new things you do those things we cannot you do the impossible Lord I thank you that this army arose I thank you that your promises prevailed and that David did become the king that that nation did become united that they did come into their own land that they came to have their own temple Lord I thank you that it is still happening that fulfillment and that the people are still being regathered still being regathered to that land I thank you, Lord, for the fruition, the fulfillment of the millennial kingdom when the Lord Jesus comes back. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the miracles that you do. We thank you for the, the provision, the direction. We thank you for the breath in our lives. We thank you for the sinews, for the strength, for the skin, for the covering. We thank you for your mighty presence. Lord, thank you for the new thing that you're going to do this year in our lives and through our lives. Lord, we need that direction and we need that encouragement. We need that hope for the future that Israel did. And you will bring it because you are a good God. Lord, I just bless you tonight. I bless each and every one here. Let those something new things happen for each and every one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. May God bless you this new year. All right. I want to pray. For, if anyone wants prayer, I want you to just come up and I'll pray with you. Bye, everyone. God bless you. See you. <laughs> Happy New Year.